high above the auction gallery floor on the corner of Kapaus and Wallen in beautiful Scranton, Pennsylvania. We bring you the podcast about antiques, collectibles, estate sales, flea markets, and the ins and out of the auction business, Tales from the Gavel. With us, we have my general manager and auction apprentice, Isabel. Hello. And my significant other and head of personnel and all things that have to do with people, Marjorie. Michelle. Michelle. All right, yay. All right, so this is episode 24. And with us, we have Sarah Efforts. So Sarah is going to be discussing vintage um, clothes and items, and she, wait till you see how beautiful she looks, yes. and vintage attire. What's great about Sarah is unlike a lot of our customers, she's an end user, so she's a collector of these items. So it'll be great to get a different perspective for somebody who's actually going to keep their items versus reselling it, and what they're looking for when they're going to be keeping those items. It's nice to have somebody that keeps them. I, I don't keep anything, but I like everything I see. It's just... Sarah looks at stuff for its beauty and niceness rather than what she can get for it after we sell it to them. So it's sometimes it's a, it's a real, we love you all, but it's a pleasure to sell to an end user. So, um, Sarah, how long have you been collecting? Um, I'd say I started collecting vintage wares about 14, 15 years ago. Okay, when, 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 what's your usually like, where do you like to go shop, a shop for your vintage wear? Um, to be honest, it's been quite a long time since I've actually shopped <laughs> for vintage items. I'm more in that stumble upon it mode, um, which is one reason why I love the Terry Auction House because it's right in my backyard and you guys always have a lot of good stuff. But um, I would say in the past, um, there were a few vintage shops um, in the area that actually are no longer in business. Um, but then on the occasions when I go into New York or Philadelphia, I always try to seek them out and see if there's anything I could find. So are, are we like your first auction or have you been doing auctions for a while? This is my first auction for vintage attire, for sure. Um, for years though, I've been involved in auctions for vintage furniture and different unique finds, um, decor items, housewares, things like that. Do you have like a specific time frame that you you like, like, I mean, from what I can tell right now, it's like very 1940s. It depends on the category. <laughs> so I'd say for attire, definitely 40s and 50s. Um, for housewares, I love mid-century modern. Um, and if I'm shopping for, because sometimes I'll, I'll do projects for friends or clients, um, and it depends on what they're dictating, but then you get into the more like older antiques that I'll have to search out for them. But that's not often. So, so, so um, do you shop for friends too? Mm -hmm. Are you like, okay, do, do you resell or just like kind of like, oh, okay, here it is. It's jump on, on that. Friend. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I will, um, uh, I will resell some items um, just randomly, but most of the times, to tell you the truth, it's just doing a special project. Or if I know someone's renovating a space, you know, I'll help them out. They tend to seek me out just because they know my interest. And then, I get in over my head and I say yes to everything, but in the end, it turns out awesome and it's a great experience. So. I know when I was in the furniture business, the Barnwood furniture business in Manhattan, people would come that were doing projects for other people and the people, the the end user would hire that person to do just for their taste. They didn't care really what they bought or what, 
what timer they bought it was just more the look than mm -hmm. and they put their trust in that person to do it so she's probably shopping from everything from mid-century to even sometimes new it's mm -hmm. all what you need that's true so so the big debate is between like um okay so for example like mid-century moderns that um it's getting very uh reproduced right now mm -hmm. because people seem to like the old style so the manufacturers are like okay well we have this in our catalog let's make that again and they make that again so do you care if it's something that is modern or if it's something that is actually from the 1940s or if it's just like a reproduction but even even from the same company mm -hmm. i'd say about half and half because i purchased a lot of pieces um yeah, i was redoing a space and it was definitely that style that theme but it was all new purchase um and part of that too was because of budget and the durability that we need and so on and so forth and we didn't want to take some of these older pieces put in the time to restoring it when it was going to be used for more of a commercial space um but i'd say personally like for my own home or um i know my mom's home I do a lot um i like the authenticity of the piece because you always feel even if you don't know the story behind it you know that there is one and it's it's just existed and sometimes especially if it's been painted or something and you're stripping it down you can kind of see the layers of its life that it's gone through and I know that I'm a huge nerd in that area, so I really love that. I don't like the manual labor of stripping it down, <laughs> but um, I do like the process like from beginning to end and just bringing something old to new life. So we've been talking about what you collect and everything. And do you have a favorite piece? Let's talk, let's talk, no, <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> what you collect and what your favorite pieces are because we can mm -hmm. see you, but obviously <clears throat> listeners can't. Um, Let's roll with your collection. I mean, we really do know what you buy. <laughs> yeah, you I, we all get yeah. very excited when we see your yeah. name pop up during yeah. the online auctions. So make well, no mistake. If you have hats come into your inventory, you're going to see me. Okay. Yeah, um, they're there. They're always there. Yep. We have a hat coming up this Saturday. Um, don't tell my out. husband. Yeah, <laughs> it's there. It's nice. How many hats do you have? Um, a little over thirty. Do you have a favorite one? This is my second favorite one that I'm wearing right now. So it's red and it's covered in feathers and it has some red mesh netting over the top. Um, I love the feather part, but I have um, also a feathered one, but it is a variegated green hat and it's tall, like a top hat. It reminds me of a Mad Hatter hat and it's just so crazy and unique. Not many occasions to wear it, but it's definitely my favorite one. And I found that at some random vintage shop in New York, um, maybe eight years ago. Where do you yeah. store your items? So unfortunately, we'll do for, unfortunately to fortunately is unfortunately they were all in hat boxes or boxes in my closet. Um, up until our wonderful pandemic here where we're home, I've been home so much and I started taking on little projects. So for right now, I at least got them out of the closet and they're in my bedroom. Um, I've put together like a cube unit, shelving unit that has doors on the front so mm -hmm. it'll protect them from dust, but they're out and I can just open the doors. I can enjoy looking at them and trying them on and actually wearing them more now that they're You know, you can out. get those little lights too. That, that there's, we use them here and mm -hmm. I know when I've been in collectors' houses, they use them <clears> in <throat> great efficiency with the, like backlight them. And that's make a display. Yeah, because yeah. unfortunately, this isn't clear. It's not glass. Oh, it's not oh. transparent, but it 
just gave me a way to store them right. out, uh-huh. if you will. Um, so downstairs in our house, we're in the process of finishing up the basement. So I'm going to have a space down there and I want to have some glass yeah. cabinetry with the lighting and actually use them because they're art pieces. Me, yeah, and know? it's a shame to keep them in a box. Like, mm-hmm. where else you can, if you, you can only, you only have one head, so you can only wear one at a time. Right. It's, you know, it's a shame to just keep them in a box, but that's where they've always been kept. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, now I just, at least they're out and I can look at them. And on the top of the shelves, all the hat boxes mm-hmm. that I've collected from you guys, now they're on the top of those units. Yeah. Now on display. So. A lot, a lot of hats from the Globe store we get. They must have. Mm-hmm. They, they did have quite a hat department. They certainly did. Yeah. Hats and furs. I would like to see some old pictures. That place used to be really nice, the Globe store. You mm-hmm. probably. I, it, I, when I, I was a little kid. Yeah. I, but I, I wonder where there's pictures. That would be some. There's got to be photographs yeah. somewhere. We got to get on that because I also want to. We had a bunch of model pictures. Remember that? I, I do remember name, that, yeah. All those big format ones. Yeah. But um, I didn't have three months to go through. Uh, 5,000 negatives. I'm sure there's some of the Globe store. Somebody will. Somebody will. Yeah, we usually get a lot of furs from the Globe store. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think in the future, the only way that you will be able to get a fur is at auction. Mm-hmm. Because I think recently I just read an article that um, Saks Fifth Avenue is phasing out their fur section. Yeah, there's no more fur. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's. I, I think it's become like too expensive and the natural fibers, not, not the natural fibers, but the synthetic fibers. Um, Last longer yeah. and they don't need as much much uh, maintenance. Yeah, synthetic, yeah. synthetic fibers and mm-hmm. less gruesome. Yeah, yes. less gruesome. Less gruesome. Yes. And, <laughs> and sorry to go back to your original question though. What started me was um, was actually just with dresses, you know. And I loved vintage dresses and the fact that women used to dress, you know, before leaving the house. Um, you know, they're always coordinated. They, <laughs> and it, you know, with their handbag and their shoes and everything. And it's funny because growing up, I was such a tomboy. My mom would have to rest me to the ground to get me to dress. And um, she always thinks it's hysterical. I collect dresses now and love to wear them. Um, and then that led to then accessories because if you have a dress, you need a handbag. And if you have a handbag, you need gloves. And it snowballed from there. And hats is kind of where I landed along with furs. Get from you guys. So you have the whole ensemble. Yeah, I know. We keep mentioning that you come here. Do you have, this was like my big question. Do you have a favorite piece that you've gotten here that is mm. now a part of your collection? Because like, you know, <laughs> I'm so, so curious to know. <laughs> now, I mean, like I said, it's hard with the hat scenario because I do have a ton and I try to give them equal you attention. You buy most of them. Like my dogs. <laughs> yeah, you get most of them. You, 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 <clears throat> people, you get most of them. Mm-hmm. Sorry for all of you out there that are trying to get hats. Just bid higher <laughs> and more often. That's the I can always yep. tell somebody, here's how you win an auction. You hold that card up until the hammer goes down, and I guarantee you, you'll get it. That's true. And I'll fight you for it. Mm-hmm. But give me a good running, running shot at it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I guess I found out just through um, default was one of the furs that I acquired from you guys um, because I wound up um, – pulling it out often because I had a handful of events to go to in the wintertime and time and time again, even though I have a handful of them in my closet, there was this one that I kept going to just because it just had a wonderful fit, wonderful feel. It was in incredible condition. Um, I liked the length of it. I liked the cut of it. So you guys have definitely Which one was it? I know I'd refer the one out of here. It's the, um, I'm trying to think of the, 
label. Was it long? No, it's actually only about brown or mid, white? mid thigh. Brown or and it's color? brown. Okay, it's probably it's full, predominantly brown. Full make, make. They're yeah. warm too. Like, yeah, and in the middle of December, first thing, January. first thing in January is your core coat warm. Then mm -hmm. does it look good? But first thing is warm. Yeah, I think that's why I love it so much. Mm -hmm. yeah. To go back to their hat, are there certain milliners that the brand yeah. that that you gravitate to or or like? I don't know what a milliner is. Hat maker. Hat maker. Oh, Millinery. thank you. Yeah. Oh, milliner. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> oh. I um I have to just say no. I just it's based on what I like. You know, if I see it and I like it and it draws me in, then I get it. I have to say that I'm really not um I'll be honest, I'm not that well versed in like the history and makers of hats, you know, different brands and such. It's just do I like it? Then I get it. A couple episodes ago, we had <clears throat> Chris on here, who is also a hat collector. We need to like yeah. link you guys up so you can. We need to meet. Like <laughs> go yes. back and forth because it's two different. It's two completely Does different he have styles. Five hundred top hats. Yeah. And I'm so And you know what's nice is he said the same thing that you just said that if he likes it, that that's when he buys it. He only purchases things that he loves or will use. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he has the same philosophy. So, oh, sorry. sorry. No, go ahead. So what's your auction strategy? Like when, when you go in, um, do you have a set price in your mind or are you just like, I'm getting that and that's it? Um, it depends on the item. I mean, there are definitely some that have come across and this was one of the lots that came around and there was another red hat that had, that was stripes. It was wool, it was red and black stripes. And I was so in love with them. I'm like, I don't care where this auction goes, but mm -hmm. I'm getting this lot no matter what. And then there's other lots of where I just, I think they'd be lovely to add to the collection. And it's like, well, I just have to look at my budget for the month and not make my husband mad <laughs> and just see, well, I think right now I'd go this far. And then otherwise, you know, I'll pass and save it for another time till I find something that I really feel that my collection can't live without. Although, so. in my opinion, you should not have a limit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why is that, John? Because <laughs> I work for the seller. But uh, but you, you need to, you, if you're smart, which, you know, you don't what? always have to be smart. Um, if you're smart, you should know how much you want to pay for it before mm -hmm. you walk into it. Maybe go one or two bids above, but yeah. I've seen people spend too much money. Thank you, those people, on <laughs> on um, you know way over retail. Mm -hmm. and, you know, they get wrapped up into it. What's that thing you always say? He who hesitates. He who hesitates is lost forever. Oh. No, I always go into it with the budget. And then, and sometimes, you know, I come home with um, or end up with items that Kurt is just like, why, why do you have that? What's the purpose of that? I'm like, because it's awesome. And that's all that matters. Yes. <laughs> or it's a piece of history, you know. And right. so, I mean, because one of my other areas is I love World War II memorabilia uh -huh. and items, you know, and I have one of the walking sticks mm -hmm. from you guys. And it's just one of those items that um, was just special. Did I, you see the swagger stick we have? I did. Yeah. I should say, sorry, I just said swagger stick, not walking stick. Um, yeah. The one the other week. Yeah, it's still here. It's got a knife in it. Yeah. Hand. It has prominence too. Mm. It's a nice one. It's beautiful. So I was unaware that you also collected dresses. Can you describe? 
to the listeners what your favorite dress is because I'm also curious. Yeah. Most of them are similar to what I'm wearing, although this dress is not vintage, but it's that, you know, A-line, sleeveless, V or scoop neck, um, traditional um, where it could be super fancy, a style that you wear out, but also it was the custom cut for house dresses um, in the early 50s. What's a house dress? So it's the dress that... um, you well i think now you see mocked a lot you know wearing women vacuuming in their dress and their pearls and their high heels right and it was this very um doris day look um of just this a-line little bit past the knee comfortable but still presentable kind of dress and the reason why i like them the most is because a you can find a lot of them um, they're easier to find than some other things, but they're comfortable to wear and you can wear it for like just a casual get together. And then depending on how you accessorize it, you can go to a cocktail party and a gala and, and, a, be fabulous. and a hat, of course. So, and then, um, I have a few evening gowns as well. So I don't go crazy with acquiring mass quantities of these things. It's just finding those special the dress the special pieces that i know and i know that i don't get it if i'm if i can't wear it and that's not always the case with hats because i get them and sometimes they don't fit me but they're great art pieces but the dresses i have to be able to wear them is there a particular place where you're getting them like is there like you know you're talking about the hats at an auction Mm -hmm. particularly our auction what about the dresses just try to find them at you know different um vintage shops, um, sometimes even the um, secondhand or goodwill shops, you'll come across every once in a while. Um, estate sales are another one I keep my eye on because, I mean, I was surprised when I started going down the estate sale route, um, how many women, you know, the elderly people would actually have saved a lot no, of all of it. Clothing. Like if they paid money for a dress, they're not they're throwing it away. Yeah. No, it was always in. A, we still get them. They're mm-hmm. nice bags. They're put there in the back. Yeah. So, like I said, if it's if it's my size, then I was stupid. Yeah. So to, to go back to your uh, question, Kate. So think <coughs> of the house dress. Think of uh, Leave It to Beaver, mm-hmm. Mrs. Cleaver. Like that's her outfit. That's the house dress. Mm-hmm. She's back to him. Yeah, I'm. I'm like seeing it now, and like you're right. It's kind of like mocked now. Like oh, like the the housewife, but like she is vacuuming, or she's like cooking, or she's like giving a martini. And around four o'clock, she'd have to stop and get dressed up again and make some martini. Yeah, exactly. Like the martini. Like I, I can see it. Yeah, I can see it in like every like anything that we've had come through here that had like anything with like a box. The woman's always in the same kind of like dress, and it's and it's. You know, it's it's always been there, and I just never really knew See, the, house, the house dress. All I'm seeing is like Freddie Mercury, and the, I want to break. Yeah, he's wearing the <laughs> dress. Like, when when the I vacuum and vacuuming, yeah. <laughs> now trust yeah. me, yeah. look like that. I vacuum in leggings. All right, yeah. I'm not wearing a dress and heels to do any yeah. of that work. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Yeah, but it's it's crazy. Like the, it's not necessarily like a culture shock, but the the differences between what we do now and what we did then because like mm-hmm. i still like to get dressed up of course we all do not you know because of rona but it you know people like it but not when i'm vacuuming absolutely not not when i'm cleaning that is not or when i'm making martini <laughs> ever 
You know, I think that's um, a big difference too, is that I think in our culture and our society now is that we are not, um, I'd say as women and it just equally as men, you don't see men in, in suits, three piece suits and hats and coats all the time anymore mm -hmm. either. Um, but I think especially for women to where it is not required or expected for us to be dressed to that level all the time. So I think we find more joy, at least I do, I find more joy when I have an occasion to dress up. So when I have that occasion, then I can see like, I'm gonna go all out. I'd rather be overdressed than underdressed and I'm just gonna have fun with it you know, because I can. Absolutely. Kate cleans up good, so she's like, yeah, she's no, I really do. I've seen those red boots. Yeah. I know, I do. I, I, she like, she got out of the car, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm dirty. I was like, I'm really dusty right well, now. You know, we were so <laughs> I'm so dirty. We're right not in trucks. She came here. She didn't know the first thing about antiques. Like, no, nothing. Same no. Look them over there. Mm -hmm. No, really. Like, and I say this all the time because, like, we, like, we just got this really cool fur coat in, and like, I immediately was like, oh, we gotta put it online. Like, you know, it's. I don't know everything, and like obviously, Izzy and John are still teaching me. But mm -hmm. it's it's nice to to yeah. know now that clothes are something that I should not just be, you know, passing. Yeah, it's, hey, it's guys, actually, what do I know? I don't know nothing. You want to know? <laughs> but I think it's awesome though. This like with all of you, and I'm sure from when you first started to where you are now, just learning so much. It's mm -hmm. kind of like you have this this job that you're working in this career, but you're getting an education along with it. And I'm sure now you look at things differently when you see items out and about in your everyday life. Um, oh, absolutely. Your eyes a little more in tune to things. My friends hate watching TV with me because I'm like, you see that? We had that last week. <laughs> I'm like, that that went for 20 bucks on my table last week. Like, you know, it's- The hardest thing for me is when I go to somebody's house not to pick up the dish. I do the same thing. <laughs> no, don't do that. That's bad. I'm like, don't break up the loop to see if that's sterling. Yeah. You know? I get accused of seeing the show before because I know the prices. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> All right, so. Well, I hope to see your name pop up on Saturday when we're doing the auction because every time it pops up, we're like, oh, it's Sarah. She's right. back. There must be a hat. That's her best strategy. She absentees bids. She yeah. Lets me, she lets me work her strategy. Yeah, she, she, um, she keeps it low key. Yeah, because mm -hmm. so a lot of times it's – we love everybody to come, but sometimes if there's, it's better not to be there, especially if you're, if you buy stuff all the time, mm -hmm. but we will always do your absentee, bid, but we like when you come. Some people get nervous. Did you know that? Some people are like, oh, I don't like being here when the bids go stresses them out. It's yeah. nerve wracking. Yeah. It is. I don't feel a nervous to do bitch. Well, you're really you. Kind of does. <laughs> you. All right. It's not nerve wracking at all. It's terrifying for some people, apparently. <laughs> no, and if it's your first time, let us know. I won't, you know, I'll, I'll help you. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that you don't screw up, and I'll make sure, you know, that it's not uncomfortable or make, you know. You we know, won't like let people, people bully some you. Some people don't want to look mm -hmm. cool. Want to look cool, and sometimes you can't be cool, and you don't always get what you want. Yeah, if people know that you're new, I feel like you get kind of like pushed into the corner and like bullied yeah, well, a little yeah. bit. We will yeah. not let that happen. Nope. Can, from a customer, you know, perspective, can I offer just a little bit of feedback on that? Of course. From my experience, when I first started coming here, and when I first came to this auction, it had actually been a while since I'd been at an auction. Uh -huh. um, and some of the ones I was at in the past, like, it was a little nerve-wracking, you know, and they, it was just so fast, and it was aggressive, and before you knew it, things were happening, and it was hard to keep up. 
Mm-hmm. And I will say this, um, and not because I love you guys, which I do, and I'm friends with you, but in all honesty, for everybody listening out there, is that it was a really comfortable experience for me because you you do allow time. You know, it is an option. You keep a good, steady pace, mm-hmm. but you don't feel necessarily that frenzy to where you're just like, oh, I don't, I don't, should I bid now? Should I not? Or, right. or what's happening? Yeah. And and you give people a chance to participate. You know, which is great. And you people say, okay, like last call, you know, last chance. So it really isn't um, that frenzy, you know, and that stressful experience. So I find it, that's why originally too, like I kept coming back to like, that was a good experience. So not only do you thank you things I'm interested in, but it's fun, you know, and it, it doesn't freak me out in the process. And you know, in option school, they stressed, there was actually a question on what net we were never supposed to say last call. I don't know why they do it. When they're selling ten million dollar paintings, they're mm-hmm. saying last call, yeah, like you fair know, fair warning. Yeah, fair warning. Fair warning. Yeah. yeah. So you know, if they're doing it, they they obviously know what they're doing. So yeah, and it's keeping it a little slow. No, no pressure here. Yeah. And the thing is, like, we want new customers. We want new people. We want people that have never been to an auction before. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've been to an auction like 20, 30, 40, 50 times, however many times, you have that experience. But like. You know, even for a lot of us, it's 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 it's, it's hard to, to understand somebody who's just rattling off numbers. And John doesn't do that. He tries to be clear mm-hmm. when and make sure people understand him because if you know people don't understand, then they can't bid for what they want. He articulates very well. Okay. On Wednesdays. <laughs> On Wednesdays. <laughs> Excellent, Sarah. We're very happy to have you. I'm going to have Marjorie take it away Thank for. You. Plug of the day. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, you don't have anything to plug. Oh, wait, you, you do. Well, you said you do. Um, What's your business here? Yeah. What's my business here? Yeah. yeah. Right, you, what do you, you know? You mentioned doing renovations for people, so you'd love to I do. plug that. Um, I mean, yes, I'm always open for consultations. Um, I have an event planning company called Blue Elefante, and oh. with that event planning and event design, it's transitioned a little bit into private homes and, and some commercial spaces um, from uh, designing spaces. So so mm-hmm. can they find you on the internet? They can, blueelefante.com. Okay. And what are we? Well, you can find us as well everywhere. So we are back on Instagram, um, interior auction house underscore. Um, go and follow us because we need more followers to fill that up again. Uh, we are also on um, on Facebook, so like us on there, and then our website, materialauction.com. It's easy. And Izzy's favorite part. Um, if you have any questions, concerns, um, if there's something you no would concern. like us, to, <laughs> if there's something you would like us to talk about, uh, contact us at Tales from the Gavel at lateriauctions.com, and we have a Facebook group. Yes, Auction House Junkies. So mm-hmm. feel free, get in touch. We'll talk. All right, let's have some oh, turkey legs. Well, there's also um, an Instagram for the podcast itself. And yeah. Facebook for the podcast itself. Yes, so you can see the lovely outfit that Sarah has on right now. Yeah. So get on there, follow it, take a look. Yeah. Google us. We're all over. Yeah, We're use the Google. Google. Questions and compliments only. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. That Thank was good. you.